Let's start again. Rabosai, Rabosai, we're at Dafchav Beis Avod Aleph. We're starting from Dafchav, Dafchav Aleph on the base, four lines from the bottom, the very first word on the line, Roshi Chadashim. Roshi Chadashim, Rosh Hashemoyed, we learned in Rosh Chodesh, and Cholamoyed, Karin Arba, we read four people, Chulu, etc. this question. Pashas Rosh Chodesh, Ketzei Karin How do we read the Pasha of Rosh Chodesh? Rosh Chodesh has three chapters. It has the first chapter, with eight psukim, the second chapter with two psukim, and the third chapter with five psukim. So you're going to run into a problem how to properly divide, divide the four people who read amongst the chapter of eight, two, and five, especially because we have to, we have to get, navigate the rules that we learn, uh, that we have to, as we'll see, that we have to worry about people coming and people leaving. So just to explain something, we, 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 as we'll see in a second here, you know that if, if, if we would, for example, let's say we would start reading, for some reason, uh, less than three lines into a given paragraph, a person who came in after we started reading the paragraph, for whatever reason, could, start, could think that the previous person only read, only read the two verses. We always have to read three verses. Or let's say a person will stop reading, uh, 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 stop reading uh, when there's not three psukim left in a, in a, in a, in a, uh, in a chapter. So a person, a, person who's, uh, a person who's leaving will think that the next person is going to read only two psukim. So we have a problem. So we don't, we don't read into a chapter less than three psukim. We'll see one opinion the other way, but we don't read into a chapter less than three psukim. We don't leave over in a chapter less than three psukim. So now we take a look how we're going to divide the chapters of eight, two, and five psukim amongst four people. We say the following, he says. How do we read it? Okay, the first paragraph to have in Tamanya Psukim, which is eight Psukim, Nikwe Tre Tlasa Tlasa. You can have two. Echinavi, what are you going to do? If, if you tell me what Nikwe Tre Tlasa Tlasa, if two of the four people are going to read each three Psukim of the first paragraph, they're, okay, what's the, uh, okay, Tlata Psukim, Pashalu Tre, then you're going to leave over two Psukim at the end of the first paragraph. Like we just said, we don't leave less than three psukim left over in a paragraph. Elamai, what are you going to do? What's the opposite? Nikri arba arba. You have two people each read four in the first paragraph. So they got a problem. Pashu, now between the next two people, what's left over? Shiva, I have seven psukim, the paragraph of the, 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 the chapter of two and the chapter of five. Okay, Yom HaShabbos seven tray because the second the second chapter Yom HaShabbos is two psukim, Rashi Chachechem having Kamisha, and the third chapter Rashi Chachechem is five psukim. We're going to do Hechinavit. How am I going to divide up a chapter between two people? A chapter of two and a chapter of five. Nikri tray miha v'chad mihanach is is the person number three going to read the whole chapter two of two psukim and one pasuk into the third chapter? Well, we know that's no good. We don't begin. To read a chapter, we don't move into a new chapter and read less than three psukim. Okay, okay, like for the like we said, because people are going to think that the previous person, the person coming, I think the previous person didn't read three. Liquid tray me with loss me hach. Oh my, what's he's going to tell you? What the third guy three is going to do? He'll read the, the whole two psukim of chapter two and then three psukim into chapter three, which is fine. I what's going to happen? But now, how much is left in chapter three? Pashalu tray, you're only going to have two psukim left over, and we said we don't leave over two psukim because the person leaving is going 
going to think that the next person is only going to read through two psukim? Okay, so he says, Omalo, so Rabbi said to him, you know, Zulo Shamati. In this particular case, I didn't hear. Okay, but I did hear a similar case, and, and it really illustrates a principle that could be applied here also. In other words, what do we, in other words, if we're stuck, with, we're, we're stuck in a case like this. It's not because we're, we have a similar case. And in the, in the, remember we learned about the Mahmudos, that the, that the people who divided into various uh, 24 uh, uh, groups, and some would be in the base of Migdash to accompany the sacrifice, some would be at home in the cities doing the ceremony. So one of the things they did, they would read from the they would read from the story of the story from the opening of the Torah of the gracious of the creation of the world. So he would he would be like this. He says, Marishon on Sunday, what would they read? They would read Bereshis and Yihirakir. They read chapter the chapter one of Bereshis and chapter two, Yihirakia, that let there be a firmament. Okay, now, but Allah, and we learned about it, Bereshis Bishnayim, with the Bereshis chapter one, that with the chapter of Bereshis, we read with two people, okay? And Yehirakia Be'echad, and we read the second chapter, Yehirakia, with one person. And he asked the question, one second. Bishlami Yehirakia, I understand what Yehirakia Be'echad, I understand why the second chapter, Yehirakia, I can read with one person, that's lots of psukiha, it's three psukim, it's fine. Ela Bereshis Bishnayim, how do we read Bereshis, the first chapter with two people, Chamisha Psukiha, how can we learn Okay, how do we learn? How do we do with two people? There's only five psukim for two people. But Tanya, we learn a and We learn clearly that what that a person who reads, who reads in the Torah, but Tanan, make sure they make sure read Okay, but we, in any case, we learn that a person who reads in the Torah should never read less than three psukim. Okay, so so we had so how we so we now we were taught how do we solve this problem of two people reading five psukim in the first in the first chapter of the Torah? Rav Omar, Rav said, no leg. Rav said, I'll tell you what you do. You jump backwards. What do you do? One guy reads pasuk, reads three psukim, and the second guy starts again. He repeats pasuk three and reads four and five. So they each read three. One guy reads one, two, three. One guy reads three, four, five. Ushmul or pasuk? Ushmul says, "Oh, he says you can do it a different way." He says, "Do it a different way." What you should do is divide the pasuk three into two. The first guy reads two and half of three, and the second guy reads half of three and four and five. I Rav Amar Dolei Rav said, "What you jump? You go." The guy goes backwards and repeats. But the second guy, my time, why did he say like Shmuel that you should just divide Pusik 3 into 2? Because he believes that any sentence that Moshe did not divide, we don't divide. So if Moshe didn't break it into two, we don't break it into two. Shmuel says, he says, he says we, do, we divide Pasuk 3 into two. Didn't we learn you're not supposed to do that? I, was, I took great pains. It was very, uh, I, to, I, was, I to get Rabbi Hanina to allow me to break up a Pasuk. He never let me divide a Pasuk into two. Except when it came to teaching little children, whole the Islamic Since since they since they have they, for the sake of teaching, them, they can't do the whole pasuk. You allow them to divide it into two. So he says, so how could Shmuel have divided the pasuk into two? He says that's not a problem. Hus of time, you're right. It's the same principle over there. What's the reason you allow them to break it up for children? Because they had no choice. Hachanami here too. Lo'efsha here where there's no choice. I have I have five sukkim and I have to divide them among two people. So you allow to break the middle pasuk into two and each one 
no, and, and person three and person four, respectively, do the first half and the second half. I, Shmuel, Omar Posek. Shmuel said you break it into two. My time alarm Okay, I understand why Rav couldn't break it into two. He holds you can't break things up. The motion to break up. But why didn't Shmuel just take the, the alternative and, and have the person three go back and read three, four, five, and repeat Pasik three? And it says, Gzeru Mishim and the Chlas Mishim. So I'll tell you why. Because if he jumps back, okay, and reads, uh, you're going to have a problem people coming in and people going out. What's the problem with people coming in? The people coming in is see the second person uh, beginning uh, 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 with the uh, uh, second. But if I said three, wait, 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 if I got the numbers mixed up to the people, pardon me. He'll see the second person beginning the third pasuk. Okay, what's going to happen? He's going to think that the person before him only read two psukim. Okay, and also problem of what? Because the people are going to leave. If he's going to see the third, if he's going to see the next person reading the third pasuk, he's reading the third pasuk. Uh, 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 he's going to believe that what? Uh, right, they're going to see the first person with the three psukim, and they're going to see only two psukim left over before the guy before they see that he jumps before they sees that he jumps back, and they're going to think that he's only going to read two psukim. Hope I said that correctly. Okay. Macy Bay, come lay us your kasha. Now I have a kasha. It depends. Some people will learn, but we'll learn simply. It's on everybody. Okay. Even the Russian, not exactly like that. But Bain the Rav, Bain the Shmuel, I'll tell you another possible, another way. We see we don't do either one. We don't divide in two, and we don't jump backwards. We learn Pasha Shashi, Shisha Psukim. If you have a chapter of six, uh, six verses, Koranis of Rishlam, you read it with two people. And a chapter of five, you read with one person. Kara, Risha, and Shlosha. And you should, only be, uh, you should really, well, five, five Sukkim chapters, you should read one person. Kara, Risha, and Shlosha, if the first one read three, Asheni, Kora, Shnaim. But if it happened after the fact, the first person read, read he read three, okay, so then Asheni, Kora, Shnaim. So then the next person should read the two that are left over in Miparsha Zu. He should read, Kora, Shnaim, Miparsha Zu. You read two from this parsha. Biyecha, Miparsha, Acher. So he should read one from the next chapter. So he reads three. Biyeshomer, some people say no. He says, Shlosha, you can't read one of the next chapter. You have to read three. Why the because we don't, we don't start a chapter and read less than three psukim. And if it's really true, what Robin Shmuel said, why did you tell me what the argument was? I have to read one into the next chapter or three into the next chapter. Why do you have to do that? According to the one who says that you jump backwards, let him go backwards, let the, second, let the next guy read three, four, five. Even though Rashi doesn't have this, even though Rashi Nisuk, and according to Shmuel, uh, who says who says you're breaking it into two, so breaking it into two. So why do we hear go to the next chapter? He says no, Shani awesome. The Avshai says no. I'll tell you what, Avshabachi, you're right. Over there, the reason we go into the next chapter when we have a chapter five, we just read into the next chapter. That's talking about Monday and Thursday, okay? Where you can read, you have the you have the opportunity to go into the next chapter. But there's no problem to bring to why because you, you, okay. But when it comes to Rosh Chodesh, we only read the matter of the day. Monday and Thursday, we're reading the regular order. You can read, you can read into the next chapter. It's not a problem. But Rosh Chodesh is supposed to read about only about Rosh Chodesh. We can't go into the next chapter since we have no choice. So that's why both Rob and Shmuel are going to say what? That you have to, that you either have to, you're not going to go into the next chapter. You're either going to jump backwards one or break it into two. Halacha follows the Yeshomrim that says that what? That when you go into the next chapter, you have to go into the next chapter 
three. also said, He says, the same way you don't start a chapter and read less than three psukim. Also, we don't leave over in the chapter less than three. So now he must have said, one second, you didn't have to tell me that. If you read, once you tell me that, you, that we follow the Yeshomim, that you can't read into a chapter less than three, it's obvious that you can't leave over in a chapter less than three because of the following. Okay, the Kameko. If you already saw what the, the Tanakama, if we see the Tanakama, the first opinion that said you can go one into the next one. When it came to starting, he clearly held that what, okay, where he's making, he said you can go one in and you don't have to go three in. Okay, the Yeshomim was Machmir, and he said what at the beginning? He said, no, you have to read three in. And you told me what, you have to follow the Yeshomim, Shear, the Machmir Tanakama. Then when it comes to leaving over, even the Tanakama who was Mekel when starting, when it was leaving over, he was also Machmir, okay, because he because he said what? Because we, he said clearly that what, that you read a chapter of five with one guy. You should, you, you should never, um, uh, we don't let the first guy read three. Okay, so he clearly what well, and, and to leave two over. So he clearly even the first guy who was Mako by starting, he was Machmer by leaving over. You can't leave over two Psukim. So certainly Yeshomim said in the beginning that you can't that you can't go in less than three. You, you, you can't go in less than three. Certainly you can't leave over less than three. So the Gemara says, why do you have to bother to say it? So the answer is I'll tell you why you have to bother to say it. Because I say, you know what? You, you really what you only really have to worry about people coming in late. Okay, okay, and that's that's possible. But Yodzim Lo but people leaving, okay, is not so common. Okay, the man they're gonna leave the server and don't go out. And therefore what? So you see that there's really you could think that it's not really a problem not to leave over. What's the problem with leaving over two? People are gonna leave and not see that the next guy's really gonna read three. They're gonna think that he read two. Ah, it's not so common for people to leave in the middle. People coming in late, that happens. People come but leaving early, they don't. So you don't have to worry that he's gonna think that the next guy's gonna read two, even though he's really gonna do three. If he came to my Tamchan came to tell me, no, now you have to worry about people coming late, you have to worry about people leaving early. I have a Tanakama. Now, the Tanakama who said, who said that you can't leave over less than three psukim, but you can read it, you can read into a chapter at the beginning less than three. My What's the reason he didn't let you leave over? Because people are gonna leave and think that they're reading less than two psukim afterwards. Okay, it's Hulinami. Why isn't he worried about the beginning also? Start going to chapter less than three. Why don't you worry about a person coming in and a person coming in after you start the chapter and thinking that the, and thinking that the, that they only read two psukim and not three, or, or less, or read, or read one, or, or two psukim and not three? Amri says, no way. He says, I'll tell you why. He says, the answer is like this. Manda ayol You don't have to worry about people coming in. Because the person who comes in and he sees something strange, it looks to him, oh, they only read two? They only read one? He's going to ask about it. You're going to ask them. you tell them, no, that's not what happened. Okay, really, they started from the previous chapter and he read, he read all together three. Okay, so you don't have to, so therefore, he in general holds, you don't have to worry about people coming in. Whoever comes in, if he sees something strange, he's not going to be silent. He'll ask. A person who's leaving sees something strange, he's going to leave and think that that's what happened. But a person who came in will ask the people and make trouble. Okay, Shalach Rabbi Beit, and I'll correct him. Shalach Rabbi Beit, the Rabbi Yosef, he asked him, Hilchas Amai, what's the halach on the end? Where we learned, between Rabbi and Shmuel, do we go back to Pasuk like Rabbi, or do we divide the Pasuk into two? 
like Shmuel Sholachle, Shmuel Yosef said back, like Rav, that what? That you jump back one. And the first guy and the second guy both read the same, the first guy ends with the Pasuk and the second guy goes back and repeats and starts with the same Pasuk. Then Tsai Dogon, and furthermore, that what? That, that what, what, what are you, you going to do that the uh, uh, it's the it's the second person reading who goes back and 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 repeats the pasuk uh, uh, that was read by the by the first guy. Uh, why? Because if he's going to start the two the two verses that are left over in Pasha's Breshis, which had, you know, the first chapter of Breshis, which has five sukim. He's going to have to. He's going to. He's going to end up. He's going to have to start and leave over in the next chapter in Yerukiyah. He's going to have to leave less than three psukim. Uh, and if he's going to read, uh, yeah, he's going to leave less. And if he's going to read three psukim in Yerukiyah, he's going to read the whole thing because it only has three psukim. And he's not going to leave anything over for the third guy. Okay. Zah, so therefore the second guy has to do it. Zah, klal, kol musaf. Now we learned in the Mishnah. Anything, in any day that has musaf, uh, 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 and it's not a yonta, we read, we read with four people. Ibayelahu, they had a question like this, which wasn't mentioned in the Mishnah. Tani Sibur, Bakama, how many people read on a, on, a, on a public fast day? Okay, what do we say like this? Do we say, when it's Rosh Chodesh or Cholamoid, which you have a Musaf to record Arba? Yes, that's right. There, there you read four. When it comes to Tadisiba, the Lekhon Kab Musaf, we don't have a sacrifice of Musaf. Lo, does the Mishnah mean what? Specifically, there you have a Musaf sacrifice, and therefore, Tadisiba, which doesn't have it, you don't read four. Here's what it really means. When we say that there's Musaf, we don't necessarily mean just Musaf. Any addition, you have an addition of prayer. You had a prayer, okay. You have to say Anenu, okay. That's also called a day that has Musaf, and you read with four people on a Tanit Sibur. Tashma, come, I'll bring you a proof now. So we're going to have, now we're going to spend time trying to prove whether we read with three people or four people on a Tanit Sibur. Tashma, you learn, Rosh Chodesh, we call Shemoid, Karin Abba, Rosh Chodesh, and Cholamoid, we call. Uh, we call four people. I see. You see what? To make an inference from the Mishnah, Abatayin Tzibur must be what? It's Dafka what? Rosh Chodesh Shecholamoid. That four people read. How the inference is what? Tayin Tzibur Shlosha. It'll be on a public fast to read three. Gemara says, Come on. I have an, I have a different. I have an opposite inference. Aim Reisha. Go back and read the beginning. It said B'sheni B'chabisha B'shabbos Mincha Karin Shlosha. It says on Monday and Thursday in Shabbos Mincha you read with three ta- three people. I what's the inference? Abatayin Tzibur. What will the inference be when it comes to a public fast? They are You read with four people. Since we have conflicting, uh, contradictory inferences, you can't use the Mishnah to make inferences at all in this case. Toshma, okay, come on, try and bring you proof. What do we do on a, on a fast day? The Rav came to Babel on a public fast day. Come, Korabasifra, he got up and he read in this, he read the Sefer Torah, Pasuk Baruch, when he opened up, he, he said, he said, he said a bracha before, and he completed his reading, and he didn't make a bracha afterwards. Okay, we're going to analyze this whole action in its course. And everybody did the fierce upon him. They fell on their face in Tachanah. And Rav did not fall on his face in Tachanah. Let's just analyze what happened over here. Rav, okay, Rav is Yisrael. He wasn't a Koran Levi. So he read the first time around. My time, why did he finish reading and he didn't make a bracha? Why did, why, 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 okay? Okay, what's the reason to make a bracha afterwards? Okay, he was he 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 he, he was the Israel. Labisham 
he was the Israel, so he, he read in position of what? He read in position number three. If position number three, uh, they were the three people reading, he's the last guy. So shouldn't he have made a bracha? So why did he make a bracha? So the fact that he didn't make the closing bracha must be what? It must be what? That somebody else was going to read after him. The Gemara says, nah, that's not what happened. That's not what happened at all. Rav Rav really read, read first. He read at the time, at the, at the coin position. I wasn't a coin. How do you read the coin position? Okay, why? The reason is because, as we're going to see, we have a principle that when a rabbi is the greatest person of his generation, every, and no, no matter what, every great person is subjugated to him. And even, even great Kohanim are all subjugated to him. So then, the, then this scholar can go into the coin position. Why? As we see, Rav Huna, Kari Bakan, Rav Huna, even though he wasn't a coin, he would read in the coin position. The Gemara says, get out of here. So what's up to the thing? Well, Rav was the greatest one. So he read in the coin position. So since he read the coin position, he made the he started out and read the, read the opening bracha, which makes sense. And he did make the next one. So it's not because there were four people that day. It could, could be there were three people that day, but he was in the coin position. The Gemara said, wait a second. But how can you tell me he was in the coin position? Bishlam Rav Huna, Karbakani, I said Rav Kahuna wasn't a coin, read in the coin position. Dafila Rav Ami, Rav Asi, Dakani, Hashivi, Darid, Israel. Because they over there, even the great Kohanim of Eretz Israel, of Kaifilu, they were they they were subjugated to him, the Rav Huna. They were subjugated. So I think Rav Huna could read in the coin position. Ella Rav, but Rav, who wasn't a coin, Haika Shmuel the Kana Hava, there's Shmuel, who was who was a coin, okay, uh 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 and he was and he was above uh, okay, and he was, and he was, he he, uh, he was above Rav. Okay, so so you see what, you see and what, and we see that what that that uh, that uh, that uh, that Rav gave him cover. Okay. So then, so then, so then, since Rav wasn't greater than this coin, uh, coin Shmuel, how could he have gone in the coin position? The answer: Shmuel nami make up a kaifleilor. It's not true. Shmuel also was subjugated to Rav. Okay, but Rav who David lay covered. Rav because of a certain mice that happened, he used to give him covered. Okay, vechiavilei. And when Rav gave Shmuel covered, even though Shmuel was small, or before of it was only in front of Shmuel. He didn't do the covenant in front of him, and therefore, since Shmuel, even the great Kohen Shmuel, was, was subjugated to him, Rav could go into the Kohen position, and therefore, you can't prove from the fact that Rav didn't make a bracha afterwards that four people read on the Tainus. It could be only three people read, and he didn't make a bracha afterwards because he was in position number one. It also makes sense that Rav read in the Kohen position. Why? Because you can say he read in the, in the Israel position, and I'm sure you thought of it before, that for now, my time of why did he make the, Why did he make a bracha before? If he was in position three, why was he making a bracha before? Why is he make a bracha before? Okay, Gemara says no. That doesn't necessarily prove anything. Why? Laachar takana. Because I can say it was after the takana when we said when everybody was making brachas. if that's true. One second. So if it's after the takana, everybody made a blessing. Then even though. Okay. The, okay. Uh, 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 then, then, then he should have made a bracha. Also, after that, he should have made a bracha afterwards. And the answer is hacha the yasi rav. If you're going to say, if you can say it was only three people, the answer is hecha the yasi rav. Okay, the ma'ayla because in a place where rav lived. Now remember the whole reason why we make a bracha before and afterwards is because people should shouldn't the coming people coming in shouldn't people coming in or going out shouldn't think that we don't make a bracha before or afterwards. No, if you just have a bracha, person make a bracha at the very beginning, people who leave uh, won't know that you make a bracha at the end. If you just have people make a bracha at the end, people who come in the, come in late won't know you make a bracha at the beginning. So here we said what? So what was that was the reason why we made a takana that every single person reads before and after the reading. So the answer is Shani Echad Yosi Rav in the place where Rav lived, the male Ailei. People would come in 
people would come in uh, 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 late, and therefore everybody had to make a bracha before, because the people who came in late didn't know that we had a bracha before the whole reading. But interesting enough, but nobody would leave early where he lived. And therefore, what? There was never a need to make a bracha for each individual to make a bracha afterwards, because everybody would always be there in the end and see that the last reader would make the bracha afterwards. So there's no, okay, so you can't prove anything. Okay, Toshma, okay, come and let me, so we're back to, we're back, we're back, we're back to square one. What's the halacha on, on fast days? Do we have three people or four people? Toshma, okay, come, I'll bring you a proof. Zarklal, remember the Mishnah summed up everything. It says, this is a general rule. Kol sheyesh la'am, anytime that the, that the people are going to be, are, are going to be nullified from work, could go in Tana Sibur with Tishabov, like on fast days in Tishabov, okay, Karin Shloshe. Since those are days when people go to work, uh, 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 people go to work. So Karin Shloshe, you read only three people. Why? Because we're not, we don't want to add any readers today because people have to get to work, so we don't add more people. And when there's no uh, nullification of Lurklam for the people, like where Shloshe, which at least to some degree is not a working day, and Cholamoid, then you read four because you're not stopping people from working. So there you see, there you see that, uh, there you see explicitly what, that on a tinus you read three and you don't read four. Okay? Because I, 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 one second, he says one second, he says one second, that's not what we learned in the Mishnah. I can show you from the Mishnah clearly that on a tinus seaboard that you do read four. Didn't we learn? Any day that has Musaf has an addition, the way we, okay, and it's not Yontav, we read uh, we read four, and any time we have a summation, this is a general rule, after we've had a detailed enumeration, we always say it's coming to teach me something that wasn't written there. Lay to you, my, so what's the, what's the summation of the general rule coming to teach me? What case that wasn't written? Lovely, to you, Tanitzibu, Tishbub. Is it coming to include Tanitzibu, Tishbub, that you read four, not like you learned? Wes says, come on, he says, Avashi, one second, one second. If you're going to tell me what, that it's teaching Tishbub, you read four, Masnis and Mani, then our mission is not going to be like anybody. Loka Tanakama, Loka Biyasi, it's not going to follow anybody's opinion of the following b'risa. If you tell me that on Tisha B'av, from the Mishnah that you read four. Why? On Tani Sibri you read four. The time, the time because we learned in the b'risa, Chali, Yosh B'Shani if Tisha B'av falls out on Monday or Thursday, when we have Kriya Satora, anyway, Koen Shloshah, so we read three like we'd read anyway, or Maftir one of the three, says the, says the Maftir, says the Maftir, says the uh, Maftir in the Navi. Vishlishi, or Aviyah, but if Tisha B'av falls out on Tuesday and Wednesday, when there's no normal Torah reading, Kari Echad, one guy reads in the Torah, or Maftir Echad, and that same one guy reads in the, does the Maftir in the, does the Maftir in the Navi, Rabbi Yossi, Omer, Rabbi Yossi, then Rabbi Yossi, that's the First opinion, Rabbi Yosemir, Lolan Karim Shloshi says, No, it doesn't matter. When, no matter what day Tishwa falls, and you always read, we, we, even on Tuesday and Wednesday, you always read three, and one of those three people does the Maftir. But now get at it, so anyway you look at it, whether you're Tanakam Rabbi Yossi, he says, You never read four, you always read three. Okay, so, so, so how can you read the Mishnah and make, say, say that the general rules coming to include Tisha B'av and fast days that you read four? Everybody holds you read three and not four. Okay, well, Akasha Zaklal, what are you going to do with the problem of the summation? to include something and if you don't say if you don't say like Ravashi, that it's including the fast day to say you read four, what is it coming to include? I says, ah, no, it's not coming to include fast days. He says, it's coming to include Rosh Chodesh and Cholamoid. I said, what are you talking about? That's explicit in our Mishnah, Rosh Chodesh and Cholamoid, that you read four. It said explicitly, Rosh Chodesh and Cholamoid, you read four. 
Moore says, no, you're right. It did say it explicitly, and even though it said it explicitly, it still wanted to reiterate the point. And why is that? Because it's easy to mix it up. Why? Simona it gave us a, 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 it was giving a, a, a sign, a, a rule of thumb, in order to make sure that we're not going to mix up. Why? Since it's you're easy going to say to yourself that Yom Tov and Cholom might have the same rule and they have the same number of people reading. And therefore what? Use this, use this rule, uh, put, take this rule in your hand, rule of thumb, and you'll be able to always remember the right things. Call, it had a stress to us, it had a stress to us, okay, uh, uh, it had a stress to us that, that Cholomoyed and Moshchodesh uh, get four and not five, like a, a four, and Yantav gets five. Call the Tafalei Milsa Mechavre, every day that has something more than its colleague, Tafalei Gavri Yisrael, it has more people, has more person, each thing, one more thing, has one more person reading the Torah. Hilkach, therefore, how does it go? And Cholomoyed, the Kukav Musaf, which is different than what, than a regular day, than a regular weekday, which has Kukav Musaf, Okay, Karin Arba, you read four. Be Yom Tov, okay, Da'asa Basis Malacha, and Yom Tov, we have an addition that you're forbidden to do work. Hamisha, you read five men. Be Yom Kippurim, the Anush Kares, on Yom Kippur, which what a person that does work is punished with Kares. Shishi, we read six men. With Shabbos, where a person is punished, ecosystem, a person who does work is punished with stoning. Shiva, you read seven. So therefore, we're back, we're now we basically have concluded that on the fast day you read, you read. Three and not four. Gufa, let's go back to where we learned the whole famous story of Rav. We talked about what, 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 how his behavior in Torah reading, but we didn't talk about his behavior during Tachnun. Rav, the Tanisibor, he came to Bavel on a fast day. Come, Korab, he got up and read in the Torah. He got up and he, 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 in the opening of the Torah, he made a bracha, but when he finished, he didn't make a bracha. Everybody fell on their face for Tachnun. Rav, Rav did not fall on his face. My time, Rav, why didn't Rav fall on his face? So one answer is, because the floor. And the synagogue was a stone floor. Vitania, we learned that when Maski slow to do tutu, we learned a, 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 a covering of stone you shall not, you know, you can't have a floor covering of stone in your land to bow down upon. You can't bow down on a covering, a floor covering of allow. Not that you're not allowed to bow down on a floor covering of Stone, okay. Uh, pardon me. The shach was says says, and, and we learned the rabbis learned. Allow on this floor covering a stone. You're not allowed to bow down. But in your land, in your land, you're not allowed to bow down. You can you can bow down on the stones of the base of Mishnah. It's only outside the base of Mishnah you can't bow down the stones. But in the base of Mishnah you can. Because the ula and this follows what this follows ula. The amar ula always says lo asa torah el ritzba shalavani bilvad. And the Torah only only prohibited us from bowing down on on a stone floor, but not in general. Okay, uh, 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 but it's not absolutely forbidden to, to, to bow down. Now, Eoch, if it's really true that the problem was that the synagogue had a floor of stone, my Rav, then why was it talking about Rav that he didn't bow down? Okay, I feel a cool enemy that everybody in Shul shouldn't have bowed down. The answer is no. Okay, the answer is no. You make a mistake. I made the Rav Havi. It was only in front of Rav that it had a stone floor, and not but not where the, everybody else was. So he should let him go stand with everybody else in the community and fall on his face. Okay, he didn't want to trouble the people. He's going to go over there. You're going to have to stand for him, uh, 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 etc. Okay, I do by saying, or another reason why Rav 
didn't uh, didn't fall on his face. He answered because he used to do a complete total prostration. He would fall on the face with his he would fall on the floor on the ground with his arms and legs extended. Okay. Uh, uh, um, and and that's the way you can't. And that's since he did it that way, that he couldn't go on the stone floor. That's the one that's forbidden on the stone floor. The prohibition of a prostrate of, of bowing on a stone floor is only when you completely fall on your on your body. You know, spread spread eagle completely on the floor, but arms and legs extended. Okay, I said, and I says, okay, well, if that's true, if the only problem was it was completely extending it, so don't do it that way. Let him just fall on his face and not have a complete total prostration. Okay, the answer is, okay, we shouldn't do the complete prostration. The Mar says, no, Lama Shanim, I didn't want to change his, his minog. So therefore, he didn't want to change his minog, he didn't do it. So that's the reason why he didn't, he didn't do it, because he didn't want to change his minog to, from, from complete prostration, and that's forbidden on the stone floor. Okay, and everybody else is doing just on the face. I, V, boy, say, an alternative answer is what? Why didn't he fall? It had nothing to do with the prohibition of falling to the face. Really, what? He would fall on his face and not prostration. The only thing is what? But there's a different answer. Because we learn, remember, if we learned this before, other Chashu Shani, a great person in his community, is a, a, a great person in front of other people has a different rule. Why? Because like we learned, we learned this in the past. He said, No great person is allowed to fall on his face in front of other people. Okay, none of Kishubinun. He's not unless he's gonna be answered just like Yeshua. He's not gonna be answered on spot like answered completely like Yeshubinun, the see uh, that he's not answered. Uh, and therefore what so he didn't he, so no great person should be falling on his face in front of other people. Okay? Now once we're talking about this. Yeah, we learn what's the three different types of bowing? Tana Rabana we learn. Kido, okay, Alapaim, uh, that's bowing on one's face. Shinema Ratika Basheva Apayim Artsa, you see Basheva was had their face on the ground. Okay, Kriya, that, that type of bowing is Abrikaim, that is bowing on the knees. And so it says, it says, when Shloma finished davening, etc., and he got up in front of the altar, Michroa Abrika, from bowing on his, from Kriya on his knees. You see, Kriya is bowing on the knees. Hishtachavoya, or Hishtachavoya, Hishtachavoya, Zopisha Damaglaim. That's completely spreading out the arms and the legs on the ground. Shinema says, Havonova, Nimim, Vimet, Vimcha, Vachacha, the Yako said to, to, to Yosef, Ami, me and, and your mother and your brothers going to come to, to bow down to, to the on the ground. On the ground sounds like what? He's completely spread out on the ground. Levi was trying to, was demonstrating Kida bowing on the face, which is just just the face you bowed to to put the face on the ground. Vitla and he became he became uh, um, he became crippled because of it. Okay, so what do you mean? That's what made him crippled? Is that what caused it? Didn't we learn previously, a person should never speak in a way that implies the criticism of the heavens? Because it was a great person, namely what? Namely, namely, uh, uh, Levi, okay, who spoke in a way, when it was on a fast day, he spoke in a way that, that implied uh, a criticism of above, and he became lame. The answer is what? He says, don't worry. He says, both, it was really, it really, it's true, that also caused, it was really both. It was one, because it was because, of, it was because he had spoken in a way that implied criticism of the heavens, uh, uh, okay, and then, uh, and then when he, when he tried to demonstrate this type of bowing, he became crippled. Okay, we'll call that a daf. Everyone have a wonderful day.